the confession and forgiveness. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, who spoke life into creation, who calls us to listen and follow, who sends us to shine like stars. Let us come before God, confessing our sin with the assurance of God's grace and mercy. Holy and merciful God, we confess that we are captives to sin and cannot free us. was given to die for us and for his sake. God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained, not yet ordained, minister of the Church of Christ, but almost, and mostly by God's authority, I therefore declare to you that in the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Amen.
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. baptism of Jesus, you proclaimed him your beloved son and anointed him with the Holy Spirit. Make all who are baptized into Christ faithful to their calling to be our, your daughters and sons. And empower us all with your spirit through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
First lesson is from Acts 10. Peter began to speak to Cornelius and his household. I truly understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, everyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. You know the message he sent to the people of Israel, preaching peace by Christ. He is Lord of all. That message spread throughout Judea beginning in Galilee after the baptism that John announced. 
how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth from the Holy Spirit and with power. It, now he, how he went about doing good and healing all who were obsessed by the, oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. We are witnesses to all that, all that he did, both in Judea and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree. But God raised him on the third day and allowed him to appear, not to all the people, but to us who were chosen by God as witnesses, and who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commanded us to speak to the people and to testify that he is the one ordained by God as judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify about him that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. The word of the Lord.
Gospel according to St. Matthew, the third chapter. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and you come to me. But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus had been baptized, just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, the Beloved, with whom I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. in your wheelhouse. It's a saying I feel like is kind of popular right now, and I got curious as to how that expression came about. I found out the word wheelhouse literally means a house that holds a wheel, and it specifically pertains to the enclosed room or house on the top of a boat where the wheel is. So all you Navy guys and gals are probably saying, um, duh, that's where the ship is steered and controlled by its driver, the wheelhouse. But then, in the middle of the 20th century, the term wheelhouse moved from the boat to baseball. Don't know if you knew that. A ball thrown into the batter's wheelhouse means the ball is thrown into the sweet spot for a particular batter. When you're a batter and a ball is in your wheelhouse, it means the pitch was thrown, much to the pitcher's chagrin, where you can hit the ball the hardest and the farthest. So, if something is in your wheelhouse, it means that thing, whatever it is, is something you can be successful at because of your gift. When your skills and experience come together with sharp focus to do the thing you do best, you found what's in your wheelhouse. Well, today in the book of Acts, we read an early creed of the church. That is what they believed about Jesus and who he was, and if you will, what was in his wheelhouse. Preaching and teaching were in Jesus' wheelhouse. God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit, and he went about healing people. He loved to heal people, their hearts, their minds, their bodies, their spirits. Healing was in his wheelhouse. And he was put to death on the cross, but rose again on the third day, so defeating death for each of us, saving us, that's in Jesus' wheelhouse too. And as I think about it, Jesus was pretty focused. I mean, he stuck to those things, preaching, healing, teaching, and saving. He didn't start a big political movement, as some might have wished him to do. He didn't overthrow the Romans or eradicate hunger. He stuck to what was in his wheelhouse, preaching, teaching, healing, and saving. Interesting. 
Now, the story of Jesus' baptism, we read in Matthew, is the story of the start of Jesus' public ministry. Jesus shows up and asks John to baptize him, and as Matthew tells the story, this was crazy and quite controversial, and John the Baptist was, in fact, incredulous. What? I'm supposed to baptize you? No way. I mean, that would be like if the Pope came up to me and said, hey, Paula, I have a few questions for you about the Catholic faith. <laughs> it wouldn't happen. But this baptism does happen. Jesus says it is to fulfill all righteousness, and after Jesus is baptized, the Spirit comes from heaven, lands on him, and God says, this is my Son, the Beloved, with whom I am well pleased. And then commences the teaching, preaching, healing, and saving. So why was this so controversial, this baptism of Jesus? Well, John, if you remember, had been preaching for people to repent, be baptized, and have their sins forgiven. When we are baptized, that is a major thing that happens to us. We are born children of a fallen humanity, but through baptism, we are reborn children of God. But Jesus was without sin. <clears throat> That's why John was so confused. In his mind, Jesus would have no reason to be baptized. So Jesus' baptism was about something else. Jesus' baptism was about those words that God said, this is my son, the beloved, with whom I'm well pleased. And while we might not share the part of baptism for the forgiveness of sins with Jesus, we do share that proclamation of being children of God, beloved children of God. I want you to do something. Let's together make the sign of the cross on our foreheads and I'll say the words that were said to you. Child of God, you have been sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. Well, today, as <clears throat> we talked about with the kids, we begin the season of Epiphany where we celebrate that light spreading throughout the world through us. We hear stories about how Jesus is revealed as God's son, about those things that were in his wheelhouse, that preaching, teaching, healing, and saving. And as we start Epiphany and this new year, I thought it would be a good time for you to think about what's in your wheelhouse. The kids did it. So you're going to get to do it now with the person next to you. And of course, be on the lookout if anyone's sitting on their own and just invite them in, introduce yourselves. And then as a way to think about it, share something with someone about what gives you joy. Doesn't matter what it is. What do you do or have you done lately that has given you joy? Go ahead, share them, give you a little time.
All right, I'll give you a couple more seconds to wrap it up. I'm, I'm liking it. <clears throat> this is great. Sounds like a lot of you were able to think of something. And if there's something that in your life that gives you joy, it's very likely it's in your wheelhouse. It's at that sweet spot where you can really hit it out of the park. Or maybe just a bloop single. That's okay. God can use it. But it also might have been hard for some of us to think of something. I don't know if you experience this like I do, but we're pushed to do things that are not in our wheelhouse all the time. And part of it is life. I mean, is cleaning the toilets in anyone's wheelhouse? <laughs> no, right? But it might be helpful to remember that like Jesus, there can be lots of things that are not in your wheelhouse and that the word no can be a complete sentence. We are asked to do things all the time and it's okay to say no. The things in our wheelhouse shouldn't be overwhelming, they should be life-giving. In fact, if you keep saying yes all the time to things that aren't in your wheelhouse, eventually your wheelhouse will get so full you won't be able to turn the wheel anymore. So what is in your wheelhouse? Hiking, cooking. You what? Oh, Jack, did you want to share? Yeah? What? Oh, you've got all kinds of things. Wrapping, drawing, swimming, reading being generous, creating community by inviting friends over to watch a big game, solving problems, mentoring young people, visiting with old people, or any of those things in your wheelhouse. They don't have to be huge things. They flow out of your gifts, who you are, what you love, and you know it when you're doing it. That creed and acts says something that is in each of our wheelhouses. It says we are witnesses to what Jesus has done. And you know what is really cool about that in the book of Acts? Is that this book is all about the church spreading through the world, but it didn't spread by these people who came out and knew all the right creeds and answers and said all the right things. It was regular people who witnessed Jesus acting in their lives and then told others about it. Prayer got me through a hard time. I come to church and I don't know, it just starts my week off right. When my mom died, I couldn't have made it through without my faith and my church family. Sometimes when things are hard for me at school, I pray and I know I'm not alone. We are witnesses. It's in our wheelhouse. I want to go back one more time to the fact that all of the Gospels really had a hard time with getting why Jesus needed to be baptized. And I wonder if one of the reasons Jesus knew he needed to be baptized was because there was some way in which Jesus knew that he needed to hear who he was 
before he started his public ministry. And the world did too. This is God's son, the beloved, with whom I am well pleased. And then, armed with those words, Jesus could face hard times. He could focus on what was in his wheelhouse. He was God's beloved child sent to teach, heal, preach, and save. He didn't help millions of people when he was alive on earth. He stayed in that tiny area around Galilee and did what he could for those he met. And that's what we are called to do too. And that's how we spread Christ's light to those we meet. Well, my sister Sarah is just the best. I am 12 years older than she, so I remember when she was little pretty well. And one time I remember she came home from kindergarten and was full of worry. I was overhearing her talking to my mom and she was saying things like, you have to have a sharpened pencil and you have to write your name on everything and you have to color and then there's recess and then library and you can't just lay your head down on your desk. And then she started to cry. I'll never forget what my mom told her. She said, Sarah, that sounds like a lot. How about you just remember one thing? You're my special daughter, Sarah Elizabeth Lund, and I love you. That's enough. She grabbed my mom and hugged her so hard, and I could see a weight lifted off of her little shoulders as I watched from around the corner. And isn't that what God does for us? In this world we live in that can be overwhelming and scary, he says, you are my child, my beloved, and I am pleased with you, so pleased. And when we know that, we can stop carrying the weight of the world and all those things that are not in our wheelhouse and start focusing on the things that are. So as we start this season of Epiphany, let your light shine, beloved children of God. Let your light shine. Amen.
I believe in God, the Father. Descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. And he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life of the last day. Amen. With the whole people of God in Christ Jesus. Let us pray for the church, those in need, and all of God's creation. Today, as we recall the baptism of Jesus, we remember our own baptisms into this wide and welcoming community of faith. In you, O Lord, we receive forgiveness of sins. In you, O Lord, we are made new. Lord, in your mercy. Bring out in us, O Lord, this new life, sharing with others through our words and actions, through our understanding and acceptance, the infinity of your love and grace. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Thank you for creation, for the life-giving rain and snow, for darkness and quiet. Pour out on us and on creation what we need to be healthy, to be fruitful and to thrive. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Be with so many parts of the world today that suffer, O oh Lord from Australia to Puerto Rico to Iran and Iraq to our own country, which is experiencing unrest and disagreement and confusion. Walk with first responders, with military members, with politicians, with decision makers, and give them your wisdom and your counsel and your peace. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Be with people who are caring for children, with parents, with grandparents, and with extended family with new parents and those who are awaiting a child, with child care workers, with school staff members, social workers and coaches. Celebrate with them in the joys. Come close when things are difficult. Bring them patience, Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We remember, O oh Lord, this morning, Bob Sanders and family in the death of his wife, Ruby. We remember also Linda Roberts' brother-in-law, Jim, who has advanced cancer. We think of Tony Lyons, who anticipates neurosurgery and those recovering from surgery and illness, for Dory and Sean and Delaney and Lynn and Kevin. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Come alongside and be with and in peace, Lord, those among us facing cancer, John and Kathy and Elizabeth and Angela and Gary and Dave and Jim and Ron and Kathy and Carol. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We remember especially this morning, Lord, our deployed military members and their support and their families. For Paul and Jillian, Bradley and Aaron, Rebecca and Eric, Megan and Jared and Andrew and David. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We remember also, Lord, those among us on our continued prayer list who suffer in body or mind or spirit. Be with them. Bring them healing and peace. We remember also those among us who are homebound. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Into your hands, gracious God, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen.
The peace of the Lord be with you always. And also with you. Please share the peace with one another. Share signs of peace. I invite you to pass the friendship booklets along the way to note your presence here with us in worship. Um, <clears throat> that's a great place if you're a guest of ours today, first time guest, or a few times over to put an uh, email or a physical address so we can simply send you a letter of thanks for being with us today. Um, begin to make that connection. Uh, just a few uh, announcements today. Please pour over the beacon as we walk into a new year, new opportunities, new ministries that are coming up. Um, we have thank you for the uh, fundraiser help yesterday for our youth with the breakfast, and we have the comedy fundraiser that's coming up in February as well. That's kind of a new one. Um, and then also we have what was the other thing I was going to announce? Something else. What's that? Oh yeah. So I know we have an, a new guest from Minnesota, so he's going to laugh at me here. But when when Snowmageddon hits, and it probably won't because it's been announced, right? But when it, if and when it hits, please note that for activities that are happening at the church, check our Facebook page if that's convenient. Watch your emails. Um, if you have questions, you can, of course, always call the office if we're able to be here. But check those kind of media outlets. We'll try to send um, kind of those, those blast emails out to you as, as well. But you can check social media pages as well, and we'll, we'll get you updated on those places. So just note that for this week. All right. With that, then we receive our pledges and our offerings.
God of all creation, Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, Almighty and merciful Lord, through our Savior Jesus Christ. By the leading of a star, he was shown forth to all nations. In the waters of the Jordan, you proclaimed him your beloved Son. And in the miracle of water turned to wine, he revealed your glory. And so with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Sing praises. betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, blessed it, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And again, how after supper he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this in remembrance of me. Lord, send now your Holy Spirit that we may receive you fully as you are. And as we pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Christ, truly as he is, comes to us in this meal to meet you truly as you are. I invite you to be seated and come forward as you're invited.
now may the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you in his grace. Amen. Everlasting God, we bless you that you have brought us to the mountaintop and fed us with the life and light of your Son. Send us in his name from this place to bring light into dark corners, healing where lives are torn, and nourishment to every heart. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. God the Father, light creator. God the Son, light from light. And God the Holy Spirit, light revealer. Bless you and give you peace. Amen. Filled. Go in peace and serve the Lord.